Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. So today's podcast is entitled, He Chose You. He, <laughs> he chose you. I was, um, you know, really thinking along the lines, God, what am I going to share um, with us today? And I initially was going to talk about the importance of choosing, you know, choosing you. And when I started to look up scripture and really to kind of give some context to what I was meaning I came across another scripture that gave a little bit more clarity um, in John 15 and 16. And so the scripture says in John 15, um, chapter 15 and verse 16, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. And I thought about that. I thought about how easy it is to not choose you when God himself has already chosen you. Like. And what I mean by choosing you, I mean that sometimes in making decisions, you may not necessarily think of the decision, how it would make you feel or how it would affect you. Sometimes you'll make the decision based off the people that are connected to you, but sometimes making decisions based off the people that are connected to you. And then if it, if you are not in agreement with the decision, so, so let me, let me just say this. If you were in a car, um, in in an SUV, you had like maybe five people in there, you know, you included, and you asked everybody, what do they want to eat? Everybody has given you their, um, their layout or their, their thought process of what they want to eat. Okay. You're the driver and you're driving this vehicle, trying to make sure that you get to a destination, but you need to be refueled before you get to the place that you guys are headed to. So in the midst of you in the vehicle and you're asking everybody what it is that they're wanting to eat, everybody has uh, different taste buds and everybody have a particular thing that they want to eat, which will cause you to have to make so many different stops. But the goal is the destination. You're just supposed to be able to pull over to get the fuel that is needed so that you can continue to move forward towards the destination. Well, just say for instance, you've been the driver and then the passengers and the other people that are in the vehicle, they decide, okay, well, let's just go ahead on and do seafood. Well, you are allergic to seafood. So the question then comes, 
Do I stop to get the seafood because everybody in the vehicle want it? Or do I explain to them that seafood is not, not even an option because I'm allergic to it and I'm the one that's driving. And, and in that moment, what I'm saying is, is that you've got to make sure that you choose you because if you, if you stop at the seafood place that everybody won't have chosen to go to and wants to go to, then you run the risk of, um, entering into a space that can cause an allergic reaction or can cause something to transfer, um, onto your plate without your knowledge or without you knowing. So you run the risk of going into the building because everybody in the vehicle wanted seafood, but you are allergic to it. It has the ability to kill you. And you're explaining to the people that are in the vehicle that you would, you would prefer not to do the seafood because you are allergic, but then they are saying, no, I really, really want it. I really, really want it. And so at some point in your life, you've got to make a conscious decision because even you don't know what, what impact the, the, the seafood of if, if it's them touching it, or if it's the smell of it, you don't know what can cause the allergic reaction. So you have to make a decision that's going to benefit you, but it's sometimes, it's sometimes going to make everybody that's connected to you not as happy but my question is is in that scenario do you choose you when I think of my life I think of all of the times and all of the moments that I wanted to change things about me so that everybody else could be comfortable I'll never forget moments where I would enter into a room and I would try to either ease my way towards the back and not be as noticeable, not bring any attention to myself because I never wanted to offend anybody. But it was a moment where God had to remind me that I chose you. I chose you for such a time as this. And it's not that you walking in arrogance or haltiness. But there's a level of confidence that God has given you and has given me that we must walk, walk in. But let me say this to you, that sometimes when you walk in it, it has the ability to shake the room. But my question to you is, will you continue to walk in it or will you stay in the back because everybody else is comfortable with you being in the back when God has called you to the forefront? When I thought about um, the topic today and what to share today, I immediately thought about some decisions that I'm, I'm going to eventually have to make, um, that may offend some people. And, and, and I'm at a point where I want God's will for my life more than I want the approval of people. See, when, when, when you are needing or seeking approval from people 
then that means that you become a puppet. And not only do you become a puppet, but the moment that you do anything contrary to what they feel, think, or assume, or prefer, then they no longer see you the same or find you of any use to them. But I need you to understand when you come across people like that, you have got to know without a shadow of a doubt that whether you choose me or not, God has already chosen me. The fact that we are, are breathing, it lets me know that he has chosen me for today because there's still an assignment. There's still something that I have to accomplish in the earth realm. But if I wait on the person that's sitting next to me for their approval, then that means that I've got to, I've got to wait on them to approve the thing that God gave me permission to do. God has already chosen you. And we are living in this season where people have so many different opinions about your life or what's best for you or the decisions and, and all of these and, 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 and don't and hear, hear my heart. These are, it's one thing for me to come to you uh, to seek counsel or I, I, I contact you for advice and, and all of these different things. But even in that, those are boundary things. And I, I can only um, pull what is what is beneficial to me, utilize what I need um, and move accordingly. But to wait dependent independently or dependently on somebody. Approval before you make a move. Then now you have replaced. God with them. This is what he's saying at John 15 and 16. See, this particular verse, it comes at, at a different space. Um, when Jesus was talking with the disciples. Um, Jesus was basically urging um, the disciples to remain in him. Because that is the way you're able to bear fruit. Because the moment that you disconnect yourself from Jesus, you no longer bear fruit. And see, beyond being saved and beyond, um, you know, wanting to go to heaven and sit in your mind on heaven, there are still some things as a believer that we must grow in. The scripture says um, in Galatians, let me go to it because I, I always like to make sure that um, I give it to you. Um, but you got to also understand and take into consideration that in Jesus making the, 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 in him choosing the disciples, everything that he did was calculated. If you'll notice, all of them did not have the same 
uh, mindset, our thought process, all of them had different careers. All of them had something different, um, which could, when they all come together, it, it could really work. But when you get a lot of people together who, um, who may not necessarily, um, who, 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 who don't bear the fruit of, well, let me say it like this. When you get a group of people and you got one person who's trying to run an entire group, and you don't, you ain't nobody, don't nobody else have nothing but you, then that's, that's, that's a problem. That, that's, that's, that's a problem. And I believe that's one of the things that Jesus was trying to teach the disciples that regardless to what you may do. And because I chose you, don't think that you're better than the people that, that are, are not considered to be this close to me. Because the sad thing is to be this close to me. And not see me in the end. That's the sad part. The sad part is to know the story of um, of him uh, healing the sick and raising the dead. But then you you go and you act as if he, he ain't did none of that. Or or you you come to a place where you feel like that um, he chose me. So, you know, you're 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 nobody. No, no, no. that's not that's not the reason that Jesus chose the chose the disciples. But I really believe that he chose the people that he that that the people that were chosen. The reason that he chose them was because each person had something that that the world could see and say, you know what? They did this. And he still chose them, but he 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 knew. <laughs> Listen, don't don't think that in Jesus choosing them that he did not know the lifestyle that they led or the people that they were. Or even the character that they operated in. And he had to check them a couple of times. When we talk about bearing fruit. It's the fruits of the spirit. And so in Galatians um, chapter 5. Go to Galatians chapter 5. And this is in the... Um, uh, the new international version. And it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such things. There is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. Since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become um, conceited, provoking, and envy each other. All I'm saying is that whether we want to believe it or not, we're chosen. But we have to make the conscious decision <laughs> to choose him. And what I mean by that is. He gives you a choice for salvation. See, we have free will. We have free reign to do whatever, which is why some things in the world is happening the way that it is. Because that's that's free will. But when you accept the fact that I've been chosen by God, 
God, I choose to serve you. I choose to, to, to do what it is that you've called me to do. Then the goal is not just to be saved and to go to heaven. Yes, that's, that's, that's an amazing goal, but you got to have something to get there. It requires something of you to get there. And you got to have love. <laughs> you got to have joy. Let, let me go to the amplified version. And, and, I, and I, I promise you, I'll, I, I'm, I'm going to be done um, after this. But the amplified version, it says. But the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, that's inner peace. Patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with its passion and appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the spirit with personal integrity, godly character and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not become conceited, challenging or provoking one another, envying one another. This is a humbling scripture. Because the goal is to strive for this. And the amazing thing about you being you and you knowing you is that you know when you're not reaching one of these. Which by his grace gives us the ability to go back and fix things and make it right. So I'm saying to you today that at the end of the day, you've got to make sure that. That you understand and you know. That it's nothing that you've done so graciously or so amazingly that would make God choose you. He chose you because there's an appointed assignment that he's placed within your hands. And it's, it, and it's us who have to make sure that we do what it is that he's called us to do. I don't want to listen to me. I do not want to leave here and I have not accomplished it because he's given us the time frame. It, 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 that's just like, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to let you go. It's just like taking a test and the teacher, the, the teacher gives you a particular amount of time. The, the time frame that is given is the time that is allotted. You, you don't get to go past when the buzzer go off and she says, the t you know, turn your test in. That's it. You don't get the chance to take it over. And that's how, that's, that's how life is. The problem is, is that we don't know the, we don't know the time frame. So you can't say, well, God, I ain't get a chance to finish it because I, you know, what were you doing? <laughs> what were we doing? <laughs> But such a time as this, he chose you.
But you got to also make sure that that you chose you in the end.